listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of ST Times. And now, here's Jenna Barron, news editor at ST Times. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking specifically about AI and low-code and no-code application development. With me today is Nancy Liu, co-CEO at Blaze.Tech, which is a platform that brings these two technologies together. Welcome to the show, Nancy. Thank you for having me, Jenna. Excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. So before we dive into the conversation today, can you introduce yourself for our listeners and give a bit of background on what you do? Yes, absolutely. So as uh, the co-founder and co-CEO for Blaze.Tech, my background is actually been in enterprise software for a really long time. Uh, my co-founders and I, before this, we actually started one of the largest digital display software companies. And it was at that company that we had the idea and the vision to build Blaze. And the reason is we wanted to enable people to go and create apps and internal tools on their own without needing developers. At our last company, half of the team were developers, and we still didn't have enough developers to go build the internal tools, the automation that we wanted. And so uh, when that company was successfully acquired, we then went to go build Blaze specifically to solve that problem. We wanted to make it such that you didn't need to have technical knowledge to go build apps. So obviously a big thing with low code is that it helps companies kind of automate different processes and they don't necessarily need all the technical knowledge to be building applications. So are there, like, what are some examples of processes that can be made easier when you do start adding in AI to the process? Yes, absolutely. So uh, I would say one of the key pieces is the onboarding for customers. For us, when you're building a web application, there's a lot of complexity. There is logic. You're bringing in data from lots of different third-party sources. So normally, there's a, you know, you're either trying to learn this yourself or you're going to ask somebody who's an expert on that platform to go and set it up for you. So with AI, this helps tremendously in this initial setup process, which is we have an AI where it can now take all of the support articles that we've written so that you can just directly ask AI, hey, how do I go and uh, add a new portal, a new customer portal in my Blaze app? And the AI will describe it to you so that you don't have to go search for it in our knowledge base. So there's that. And then there's the other one, which is just directly asking the AI to go and configure or set up a new template for your application. That's also fantastic and makes the experience a lot better, where this is one of the ways that we know we don't have to build such a large support team. Um, and we have onboarding specialists too, where we know now um, we can have AI help with that process. Because AI is still in the early days, it isn't still quite as good as our actual onboarding specialists. Um, but I think in the future, they'll get there. So in general, a, uh, low code usually targets kind of two main groups. You have like the citizen developers who don't really have technical expertise, but can use these platforms to build applications. And then you have like developers themselves who do have the technical knowledge to build applications, but are kind of taking advantage of these platforms to make things easier. Do you think that like 
AI has the potential to be equally beneficial to both of these groups, or is it going to kind of benefit one more than the other? I think it's going to impact everyone, whether you're technical or not. I do think for our products specifically, I think it is benefiting the citizen developer, the person without any technical knowledge, Uh, because for the developers, they know how to go and build applications and they can probably do it without AI. But for the citizen developer, they, and they're, you know, maybe they've never built an app before. They maybe never connected into an API before. AI will be hugely impactful in getting them to do something that wasn't possible before. Um, now, that being said, I, I still think there is plenty of value attributed to all categories, um, you know, professional developers, citizen developers. Uh, I I think that the the impact and, and how we measure that, it's it probably is going to be pretty tricky, but we certainly see right now an immediate impact for citizen developers to go and do things that just wasn't possible before. So this is kind of a question that you have to think about whenever you're purchasing a new piece of technology. But given the fact that it seems like a lot of these vendors are like very quickly adding AI into their platforms, how can users figure out if these new capabilities are actually like well-built features versus um, something that's just kind of slapped together so that you can have AI in a product? Yes, I would say one of the best ways to evaluate if this AI is good or if it was just quickly put together so that they can use it for marketing purposes is actually just trying it. Seeing if the AI is doing what the company is promising. I think that is important. And, you know, I I think there are some companies where uh, the AI they're incorporating, they might have actually just threw it together very quickly, but it can still be impactful. And then there are ones that, you know, even though they've spent years on it, maybe it's not as good. So I would say less about the time, but it's about how impactful it is when you're actually using it. Um, For our team, AI was always going to be important to us because that onboarding for showing how a person without any technical knowledge can go build an application to make that scalable, we knew we needed AI. We incorporated the AI early on. And so being able to configure components with natural language was something we wanted to do from day one. Um, so with with that, it's that do you see a team that has experience using AI, experience building very scalable platforms? Um, you can see, all right. I'm going to, do they allow me to actually just use this tool and test it out and see if it improves my experience? Because sometimes people, I've seen people add AI where it just doesn't meaningfully impact the experience. So that's fine that it's there, uh, but you're adding this other widget now to something. And so I'm always very thoughtful when we are incorporating AI, does it at the end of the day, bring a benefit to that end user? And is it helping them speed up the process? Is it helping them save money? Is it helping them with the overall experience? I know that it's still early days when it comes to like AI and generative AI, but do you have predictions for how like generative AI and low code will interact going forward? I would say there's, it's going to be several steps right now. I think your 
still uh, using AI to and uh, telling the AI what to do and helping you. I do think in the future, there's going to be uh, AI where it's just predicting what kinds of application or modules that you're wanting to build. And, and I'm saying specifically when you're building, you know, a no-code or low-code tool, uh, maybe in the further future, you're just actually, you, you're not even typing in. I mean, we actually have some customers already where they are leveraging an AI tool, building it inside of Blaze, where people are just dictating uh, to it how to build or what kind of information they want. I'll give an example here. We have a healthcare client where they, inside of Blaze, have built an app that helps uh, people track symptoms for migraines. And before the original app, you know, it's just having the user click on what their symptom is. And instead, it's now going to just be, okay, I'm going to just, you know, click the mic and I'm just going to dictate and say, all right, today I'm feeling, um, you know, I had some bananas, I had this fruit, I ate this. And then now my migraine is starting and it's recording all of that and translating that into data that will be uh, housed in the Blaze database. And so this is leveraging AI. And I think the in the the next step of that is you have not just you know the users interfacing with AI, but now Blaze as an app can tell you, hey, you know what, we feel like you should add these additional pages to your mobile app. And so it's actually becoming uh the the AI itself is making recommendations back based on the usage and based on what existing things that you've built in that. So I'm very excited about that. I, I think there's a ways to go before we get there. Uh, but seeing how quickly AI is moving forward these days, uh, I'm optimistic that it might come actually sooner than we think. We're just about out of time here. But before we end the episode, is there a key takeaway from this conversation that you can highlight for our listeners? I would say one big takeaway right now is when uh, folks are now building applications, the AI can be an incredible tool um, and the AI systems that the companies are using can be an incredible tool. But I think it's still in the early days. I haven't seen it fully replace yet the value that a human can when it comes to developing apps. So I've seen that it can help. Uh, developers go and configure and generate um, some you know, new components in their app faster, certainly for the citizen developers too in our platform. It helps a lot, but it has not replaced the need for humans to be interacting with the platform to go and build their app. Um, so with that, I think there's lots of opportunity, um, but I wouldn't expect for people not to just think that AI is just going to solve and eliminate, you know, all platforms or engineers or, or people in creating tools and software. Right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much, Nancy, for joining me today. This was really fun. Thanks for having me, Jenna. 